Hey everyone, this is Brittany from the Roots and Wings podcast. If you're looking for something fun to do with the whole family, go ahead and jump online at chiprichter.com and check out his complete concert schedule. This is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's good to be with you guys today. And welcome back. Welcome everybody. back. I just put on my cowgirl boots. Um, your I did southern, live in, I your, know. Your southern influence is showing this morning. I know. I lived in the south for two years. And yeah, that's all right. It's stuck, y'all. It's, it's stuck. Good. It's a homey. It's a homey kind of sound. Yeah. Well, you good. said that some of the students that you work with listened to the podcast, and they said. They heard the intro music and they said, huh, that's pretty homey. And they said, folksy. <laughs> pretty folksy, yeah, folksy. <laughs> yeah, well, we do hope fun. it's folksy. Well, we're having sort of a folksy, homey time here because Brittany yeah. is home for the weekend. She Her work gives her an opportunity to travel and see but she travels close to us. She gets to be with us. So yep. she was here this, she's here this weekend. So we're in the studio together. Together. Typically, we record our podcasts and we're far away from each other. Mm-hmm. We And... Um, we're together. We're together today. Drinking That's coffee. Drinking coffee. Had a little breakfast, and mm-hmm. now we're doing a little podcast. A lot of breakfast. <laughs> so speaking of food... That's uh-huh. what we're talking about today. We can always talk about food. We, I love to cook. Cooking is a hobby. My kids appreciate it. My wife does too. And my hobby is eating. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're talking about... Um, yeah, we're talking about family, family and food and yeah. being together and specifically dinner time, which dinner time. I, I love this topic because this was such a, um, man, this was such a strong influencer in my life as a kid. And I'm excited to dive in. Really good this. times happened around our dinner table, uh, and really good conversations. And that's really what, um, yeah. that's what the power of, of all this is about is it's really this opportunity. We've, we've talked about how. You know, when we want to pass anything on to our kids, the way we're going to do that is having by having conversation. And I can't think of a better place for that to happen than than around the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And probably more, it was probably more impactful, Dad, than you even realized. Like, I don't know how to, mm. I don't know how to tell you. Mm. Um, but things I think about, I'm like, oh, I remember talking about that at dinner. Well, I know we, you know, we, I believe in it. <laughs> I believe it's true. And I appreciate you you saying that, Britt. And, you know, we keep hearing it over and over and over again from different people um, in different ways. You mentioned before we started recording that you just got the latest Magnolia magazine with Joanna Gaines. And she mentions just the power of dinner, right? Or dinner mm-hmm. time. Yeah, cooking for your family and having time around the dinner table. And right. um, yeah, I think it's harder today than it ever has been before. And so um, I hope we can kind of just talk about why it's important to fight for it. Yeah. Okay, let's get into it. Yep. So good stuff here. I was thinking it would be good for us to share some maybe some practical ideas or some creative ideas about how to capture um, those opportunities of of sharing having conversation with your children and uh, your family around the dinner table. Um I guess I want to say first, I know and I recognize that having dinner together as a family around the table, it seems like if you talk to most families, that is almost disappearing. <laughs> and it seems like we're so busy. Our families are so busy. There's, you know, there's 
sports practices, there's after school activities, there's, you know, mom and dad working, both working late or, you know, whatever dynamic is happening. And I, and I recognize that dinner time around the table as a family can be really hard to have that happen. So I guess the first thing to say is you may not be, it may not be practical uh, in your family to have dinner every night, you know, seven days a week around the table. I get that. I guess my encouragement would be just that we find some time to do that. And we talked about this in an earlier podcast about carving out time for devotions and things like that. You just got to find the time and recognize that it's it's important enough to, to do and it's important enough to sacrifice for. So whatever your dinner time around the table looks like, it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a you know, a four course, you know, meal with uh, candlelight and those kind of things. If you would like yours to be, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to, if you can do that. In fact, that could be pretty, pretty fun. But it doesn't have to be anything, you know, particular. It could be, you know, it could be, it could be takeout. But if you sit together around the table with it, you're setting the scene and the, and the, the, the situation where, you know, conversation and, and exchanging life and sharing life together can happen. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing from you is, you know, how I'm, how it's important to make dinner a priority, a dinner together, a priority in your family. And I think one thing that uh, we could kind of circle back on is why, why, like why, um, why should this be a priority in your family? Um, what good can come out of this time together? Well, I think for sure that, you know, the, I think the big thing is just that you're together and you're sharing life together. I mean, you're coming together at the end of the day. There's an opportunity to say, you know, to, to, to exchange, you know, experiences of the day. I think as parents, we have to kind of go into that with a, with a bit of a plan because, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, like most, my, my, most parents, I would ask my kids, how was your day? Fine. <laughs> I'm pretty it, sure I was like. Well, you maybe. <laughs> but, you know, for typ- typically, you know, it's a one-word response. Fine, good, okay. You know, I think we need to, as parents, have a plan to how to make that strategically, how to make that become more than just one-word answers, but actually engaging in a conversation. So, I there's some practical ideas, but something we used to do. I don't know, if, Brittany, if you remember. When I would, when you kids would head out the door in the morning, and because I work from home and I was able to send you off many mornings, I would give you guys an assignment, remember? Yeah, I definitely remember that. I actually used to write it down in my planner (laughs) and when I was like in fourth grade, and that's how you knew I was going to be obsessed with plans. Such a planner. I know. But I would, you know, these assignments could be something funny. Do you remember any one in particular? Oh, yeah. Um, Some of them were just, I want you to learn something new about someone today and, uh, like, report it back to me. Uh Or some of them were quite stretching. Like, I want you to um, go out of your way and be kind to someone today. Or um, some of them like really forced you outside of your box but and then some of them were silly like I want you to um find something green you know that you can bring home or something it wasn't mm-hmm. learn always, a new joke I, I oh remember, learn a new joke I want you to yeah. learn to have learn a new joke to, today and come or a new I think one of them was like um like learn a new fact or 
mm-hmm. just stuff like that. Find out your teacher's um, favorite um, candy bar. Yeah. Or yeah. favorite ice cream flavor. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, the point of that was not that I was creeping on their teachers, but <laughs> the reason I did that was because I would always just send you off with the assignment and I would say, and when you come home tonight at dinner, I want you to share, tell right. me. You know, so the point was there was something to tell me specifically talk about at dinner time, which would inevitably open up into more conversation about more things. Yeah, I think it helped give um, for ki- for kids. I never I've never had this problem of diving into more things. But, um, you know, some kids just aren't as chatty and just, you know, people aren't as chatty. So it helps. It gives gives them even context to help them tell you how your their date went you know yeah exactly i think and then i think setting the stage for conversation that's it's all about creating um, something to talk about and then keeping that conversation going um so that was our that was my that was the plan that was the design behind the things i didn't know that you thought that's how we were that's how we were thinking so so what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is you have to sort of have a strategy um, to to see it happen. And I think the more often we do it in terms of, I mean, if, if you can have dinner every night during every night of the week, that's awesome. That's that's the maybe the goal. But if it's just once or twice, then those once or there's one or two times during the week when you're able to do that. I think if, the more often you do it and the more fun you have in those times, I think your kids are going to look forward to. Yeah. For those sure. times too. Yeah, I think like growing up, being a kid growing up from a family that made that such a priority, I was just asked the question um, a week or so ago by my father-in-law actually, and he said, what was one of the things in your life that um, helped encourage your faith? And the very first thing that came to my mind was dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> because we would just sit and have, you know, we would have conversations at dinner, but that dinner in itself even set a stage for the conversations that came after. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember many conversations even in high school about boyfriends or just things that I had deeper questions on that always seemed to come out um, at dinner. Mm-hmm. And I always appreciated you not making dinner like something to check off the list, but it's like we we ate and then you were just okay to stay like and and talk. And I know mom probably helped you with that because she typically would help clean and, and try to be a part while she was doing those things. But um, yeah, but she was in the conversation, too, because I remember yeah. many times she would <laughs> haul her in from the from the sink or wherever she was and, and add her to sense too but um yeah well that happened last night i mean we mm -hmm. sat for at least an hour and Mm -hmm. talked about stuff and mom would be able to circle back in and i think you guys helped create a culture that that was it was just something a part of our family it was just Mm -hmm. this culture that we expected and as we got older and it got difficult like you know, I was always in sports and, you know, so were, so was Megan and Austin had a lot of things going on too. So it was hard. And I remember, um, not wanting to miss dinner though, mm-hmm. because well, it and then, was just, and I remember that too. And I remember us actually moving dinner around, you know, so we didn't eat, you know, every night at the same time we ate when everybody could be there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it was later and sometimes it was earlier and and sometimes it was weird, you know, the way we did it. But you know what? It worked. And because the priority wasn't 
what time we ate, the priority was that we were all together. Yeah. And, and the I priority th- wasn't, you know, what kind of food we had. The priority was, I always said, it, it doesn't matter what's on the table. It matters who's around the table. Hmm. That's what's important. That's good. An encouragement, too, to not think that every time we sit around the table, some deep, meaningful conversations must happen. I think it's just... Um, I think those things will happen mm-hmm. the more you're just together. Right. Um, so like you said, creating a space and an atmosphere for uh, people to be together, like like this podcast. Like our hope is to create a, a place where discussion can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's much like the dinner table where conversations can happen. You guys can reconnect mm-hmm. even if it's for a half hour. It's a half hour well spent. Right. And I think what we're doing is we're creating a safe place, you know, where, you know, you're comfortable, you're safe, you're, you know, um, physically you're being nourished, but also emotionally, hopefully you're being nourished and, and, you know, spiritually you're being nourished. And, you know, some may be listening and saying, okay, that's great, but where, where does the passing your faith onto your kids come? That's what I thought this podcast is all about. Well, it is, but I, I believe, and you're going to discover is if you listen to these episodes that a lot of what we're going to talk about is just living life together within our families and just the the family dynamic and how that happens because I really feel that ultimately we as parents and grandparents we're going to encourage our children in their faith it's going to be very organic it's going to be almost you know in some ways by osmosis I think the most the most um, effective way for us to to encourage our children in their faith is simply for us to live our faith out loud and I think there are opportunities for that to happen around the dinner table, specifically, you know, sharing an experience, you know, that you had during the day in an encounter with someone or, or, you know, a a devotional thought that you had as you were reading scripture and you share that with your kids or, or something like that, or even just, even just a question. I love when you guys would come up with questions like say, Hey dad, how come it says in the Bible that blah, 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 you know? And then sometimes I'd have the answer and sometimes I wouldn't, but I wasn't worried about that because it was a conversation, you know? And it was a, it was a starting point, so we could talk about it. So remember, and sometimes we'd say, "I don't know. Let's find out. Let's go figure it out. Let's read." Let's, and we would explore that together and find some things together. But the point is, we created the environment for that to happen easily, mm-hmm. and I think it happened pretty freely. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And I think like you can make dinner time fun. So yeah, there's food, and I think that's fun enough. But sure. um, there, growing up, I remember you would some you and mom would sometimes do like dinner theme nights where mm-hmm. like wear wear a hat to dinner. So I'm like, yeah, we okay. had crazy hat. We crazy had a crazy hat, hat night. night. We had or, um, remember backwards night. Backwards where night. you came to dinner with your clothes on backwards, yeah. and then we had dessert first. <laughs> that was wonderful. We could just stop there. That's why I want to eat ice cream for dinner all the time. Or we had theme nights where mm-hmm. you know we had. Um, uh, you know, different kinds of food that was sort of thematic. Yeah. And, but I like to cook. That's the thing, too. And, and that's, but that's, you didn't really cook growing up, like when not, I was not growing like up. You do now, I no, guess. like mom no. was the one who kind of cooked. So yeah. I think that even you just stepped into that. But as you guys were uh-huh. yeah, older, older. But um, I, and so I don't want anyone to hear this and go, oh my gosh, that's one more thing I have to plan. I'm working eight hours, I'm barely getting home. and so I just think it's important to, to take the pressure off and say, look, it doesn't, again, it doesn't matter what you have. It'd be pick up pizza on the way home and then 
I mean, if you had a pizza night during the week, I mean, your kids would probably love that. And then, mm-hmm. and then spin it with a little bit of a different kind of a, um, a theme of some sort. And we used mm-hmm. to do fun, some fun games and that kind of thing. We had a game like after dinner, for a while. like we, we had would a family eat game first night. Yeah, and then do stuff. Have a board, open up, get on a board game, or or there was some. I think we might have mentioned this before. Focus on the family had some cool resources. And I think we might have picked yeah. up. Yeah, like, like I remember um, one one specifically about toothpaste, yeah. and we had a like you each gave us a tube of toothpaste and a plate, and mm-hmm. then you're like whoever squeezes the toothpaste out of here the fastest wins, and no, no, I'm no. uber competitive. Whoever can. No, first no, yeah, I, it was squeeze it so out. So we're just remembering this together. Yeah, so you squeeze listening. it all out, and I, you know, I probably won. Oh, I remember what I was. I and said, okay, on the count of three, everybody squeeze the toothpaste out as fast as you can. Yeah, so you, as fast as you can. You all three squeeze the toothpaste out. And then I probably I said, won. And then uh, you said, okay, now whoever can put the toothpaste, all of the toothpaste back in, wins $100. And I was like, well. Okay. I don't think so, I said a hundred dollars. Something great. I think I actually put the money on the table. It was like ten dollars. Well, it felt which like a hundred dollars yeah. to an eight-year-old, but it was felt <laughs> felt big. So, I think we all knew that you couldn't do that um, then, and then you started to go in about how words are just like toothpaste. You know, you actually wrote a song about that. I did. Well, I just made sense in my mind, right? <laughs> Click. Um, but how words are like toothpaste, like once it's squirted out, there's no, you can't bring it back and how to have thought about what you say. And that was, it wasn't, we weren't eating and doing that, but dinner sort of set a stage after. for that. Right. Well, and, then, and that's scripture too. And we talked about the scripture where the Bible says, you know, that your words bring life and your words bring death. So be sure that you speak, you know, it's quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. And I think we did that at a time when you guys maybe, maybe were, uh, had some, I don't know, maybe a stretch of particularly nasty oh, yes. interactions <laughs> sure. with each other. And we were trying to encourage you with, you know, how important it was for you to speak yeah. life to each other, that you can't take it back once you say it. So, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that was one of those activities. And it, it did inspire. It inspired a song called the toothpaste song. So, yeah, it's funny. I literally maybe we'll like, um, well. just for fun. Maybe we'll play the toothpaste song for everybody at the end of this. Episode. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, or, we'll go out with the we'll do that. That'd go out fun. with the toothpaste song. Another right. thing you did was like you said, you kind of just talked about what you were doing, like. I'll never forget the time you were reading this book and you were just sharing it with us. And then the next day we were like, so dad, where are you at in your book? And, <laughs> and then, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a spiritual, like, no, it was, book it, I think it's called timeline. Yeah, it, was it was a Michael like, Crichton book. Yeah. It was like jumping back time in travel, time and yeah, tra- cool time, time travel. travel and, and it's funny cause I just picked up that book like four months ago <laughs> and I'm reading it for the first time since talking about it when I was like, 13 or 12 and I can't remember much of it but then things start to happen and I'm like oh, oh no, yeah I, I know I know what's gonna happen so I remember that, that was too fun. and you guys were the next night you're like so dad what happened in the book and I and I I don't I think one night I think it went on for three or four nights in a row yeah it did and then one night I, I hadn't read and I didn't get a chance to read it, and you're like oh you're also disappointed disappointed that I hadn't bum, read bum, anymore bum. yet yeah. yeah. And so whatever it is, it's just sharing life together. Like, you know, I heard a funny story today or I heard I read an interesting article today. Or, But it, a lot of times it, it it rests on us as parents to be the ones to bring that to the table. And I think once we begin to do that, I think our kids are going to respond in uh, in really cool ways. And being the ones to create um, the 
to to decide that you're going to create a culture where that happens in mm-hmm. your family um to give them that opportunity I mean, I don't have a family, and so it's funny sometimes talking about well, this. Well, you and Jeff and Bailey are a family. Yeah, Bailey's my dog, and sometimes <laughs> we do let her sit at the table. <laughs> um, please, oh, my yeah, goodness. Please they, don't they judge me. They probably do, everyone. Please, I'm not please don't judge me. She's the most spoiled dog in the world. Well, she's our fur baby. <laughs> but um, but even, even with just Jeff and I, I'm challenged to even think about setting aside that time to eat dinner together even before we have kids mm-hmm. without the TV in front of us because yeah. I, I do want to create a place that um, encourages conversation and sparks just time together. And mm-hmm. I I think well, anything let's, let's can be... Let's interject this thought too. Keep Hold on to that thought. But just this is... Because we live in a time... I mean, families are out there having dinner now where maybe most people around the table have a phone in their pocket. We didn't have that oh, necessarily when no, you kids were little really because we didn't hard. have phones. But that is an interesting dynamic it's, now. And it's I like think having one, TV in your pocket. It really is. And so I really do think that you need to sort of make set some guidelines, too, for family dinner. Make sure that it's known that... Um, no phones. You dinner. could have like a phone basket. <laughs> you could. You know, where you just drop your phone in the phone basket. <laughs> so, f- yeah. Sounds so no good. phones. You know why? Because we want your attention and we want you to have our attention. We want to share time together, us face to face, you know, side by side, shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow. And that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. So when you have a phone, you know, you whip it out and you then that you're 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 leaving us and we don't want you to leave us. We want you to be with us. And, and so, I think that can just be as much of a challenge for the, like I think of my generation who are just starting to have kids, man, it's going to be an adjustment. Well, once to, again, it's, it's leading by example. Yeah. To you put know? that down right. for sure. But what I was going to say earlier was I think anything can be a priority, but you choose what is, yeah. you know? And That's so right. what does that look like in your day-to-day life it doesn't have to be fancy but it can be a priority right i agree well this has um been good brett i think i hope we've given people i'm getting hungry (laughs) (laughs) i have a good plan for dinner tonight oh you're gonna Brittany's gonna be here again for dinner i think we're gonna do chicken parmesan sandwiches (laughs) i need to go home i i'm starting to wear sweatpants every day (laughs) Well, listen, this is a conversation, so perhaps you are doing something fun and you have a fun tip that you would like to share that what uh, something you're doing for your dinner time to make it interactive, fun, engaging. What are some things that you've done? What are some things you've had success with? And we want to know what those are. We'd love to share those with other people. And how can people get in touch with us, Britt, to share their ideas, join the conversation. Yeah, they can uh, email me, Brittany, at chiprichter.com. That's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y. Or they can email you, Dad, at chip, C-H-I-P, at chiprichter.com. Also, uh, I get the opportunity to work with um, my dad and bringing him to people's neck of the woods. So if you're ever interested in that, feel free to email me about that as well, too. That'd be fun. So we're going to go out um, with the toothpaste song. It'll be pretty fun. So I hope you guys enjoy the toothpaste song. And you can check out more music if you want to on my website, chipricter.com. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Brittany, it's been fun. It's been good. Thanks for being here, everyone. Happy eating. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why to say that? Tell me why to say that. Don't you know that now I wish that I could take it back?
Say 